All right, so let's talk a little bit about the markets here. Welcome to Bull Bear Radio. Market pricing's nuts. Each week, we catch up with WBI's experts, Matt and Don Schreiber. Down 77%. You know what you need to recover from that? A miracle. WBI brings you wealth building market insights. Schreiber, and this is Bull Bear Radio. It's episode number 76. I got Steve here, my partner in crime today. Don is, uh, you know, at the lake today, uh, you know, uh, getting some sunshine, I guess, maybe. But uh, he, he'll be back. He'll be back. Good but, for him. He needs but, it. Yeah. He left <laughs> his year to mop up the, the, the do the dirty work, man. This, yeah. this market's been a mess. Absolute mess. So we want to try and pack this into a very short episode uh, of what's been going on, some of the good things, some of the gnarly bad things we see out there, and and just some of the current thinking. I mean, you started out this week, and I I mean, it has been a brutal, brutal week. I I, I haven't slept. I think in four days for the market. I, I, I don't know. I'm I'm breathing heavy. I feel like I just ran a marathon. Quite honestly, Matt. really. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, this is uh, you know August is typically in finance. You know, kind of a all right, let's go to vacation uh, uh-huh. our houses and uh, take it easy for a little bit. Not, 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 not this so August. far this August. Yeah. I yeah. mean, so, so let's recap where we've been, you know, this week. I mean, just a couple of days ago, uh, last week, right? The Dow finished down uh, 707 points or 2.6%. The S&P 500 dropped 3.1% to 2932. And the NASDAQ went down 3.9%. Uh, these were the worst drops for the last two indexes, the S&P and the NASDAQ, since uh, December 21st, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was brutal. Brutal. It was- And then uh, this week was brutal, too, on top of that. Yeah. To I start mean- Start the week. Yeah. We, you know, we, it started off, we had the Fed, right, last uh, Wednesday. So we had the Fed come out, Powell comes out, you know, okay, they cut the 25 basis points few- Right, if they hadn't cut anything, that we uh, we would have seen a further market didn't decline love it. then. But the market didn't love it. It wasn't dovish enough for them. Right, they right. were already they were expecting the twenty five. Uh, you know, Powell threw them a little bit of uh, we're gonna we're gonna start uh, or stop the quantitative tightening sooner than we uh, planned on. Um, so, but no so that plan was good. To further reduce rates yeah. was the problem that day. Mid cycle. This is a mid cycle uh, rate cut. They said, right. and the market sold off on that already last Wednesday. Right. Then, of course, market comes back a little bit. What happens? We get our friend, uh, President uh, Trump here. Yeah. Swings a big, huge bat on Thursday. Says we're going to we're going to tax the remaining uh, imports from China. 10 percent. That's started. That started a mess on that Thursday. Yep. Leading into Friday, and then uh, you know we all kind of went away this weekend thinking how how bad could it be on Monday? Boy, was it bad Monday! Yeah, it was a bad Monday. Now, just to go back to to one thing that you said on last week, right? Uh, Chairman Powell used quote unquote mid cycle adjustment. Now. Mm. The last two times that the Fed used that terminology were 1995 and 1998, respectively, when the Fed cut uh, rates seven times, right? In both years, three cuts transpired, right? Sorry, three cuts transpired 
over the next seven and three months. So seven cuts in 1995, Mm -hmm. which elongates the cycle for a few more years until they cut again in 1998, you know, three more times in three months. Mm -hmm. That signaled basically the beginning of the end. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so where are we at here? You think we're at 95 or 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 1998 or this is a little bit something different? You know, I I, I honestly don't know. I, I don't think anybody really does at this point, probably even the Fed. Um, I think, you know, they, they recognize the need that the markets were, you know, just demanding a cut at this point. Mm-hmm. I think the markets right now have priced in five cuts over the next 12 months. I think that's pretty excessive. Um, you know, there was questions about whether there's even going to be a September cut, but right now the market's pricing in. I think the last I looked, uh, about seventy five percent chance of a a twenty five basis point cut in September, and even like a thirty percent chance of a, a fifty basis point cut. So, you know, where are we? Are you know, Powell was very clear, like you said, this is not the beginning. He he was not trying to say that this was the beginning of a new easing cycle, right? But this certainly doesn't feel like mid-cycle to me. Uh, I don't think we're mid-cycle business cycle. I don't think we're mid-cycle anything, quite honestly. I think we're in the later stages of uh, something that maybe the Fed can try to squeeze out some excess return Uh and keep this party going for a little bit longer. But I, 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 I think we're in a little bit of a different environment than we've been in before. Um, but it's 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 going to be interesting over the next couple of meetings. Not not feeling too good. I mean, the market reaction right to the tariff talk on Thursday uh, wiped out uh, the June gain in its entirety. Yeah, in a day. Yeah, gone. Yeah, right. So that was just one day last week. I yeah. mean, we volatility is back, but this is like normal volatility. We've been lulled into this sense of complacency with single digit vol for like years, yeah. right? Yeah. Now we're back to the double digit stuff, and people—it's making their head spin at this point, right? It, it, it is. It, it's. It, but but it, it, this was a little bit different, right? So mm-hmm. you, you you might turn your back your mind back to uh, May and, and early June of this year, where we saw that sell off there. Uh, which I think cut about you know six percent of the market uh, over a month long period mm-hmm. again on tariff concerns, trade concerns, et cetera, only to be saved by Powell coming in and saving the day on, on the fourth of June. On the fourth of June, exactly. Well, that same amount of decline just happened in the past week. You know, so right. one week versus one month. Um, you know, this was a much faster pace decline. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw that VIX index, that fear gauge that people talk about that you just mentioned, climb precipitously spiked up yep. huge again, uh, just, you know, as it had done in May, as it had done last December, last October. Uh, but it did it really violently. But interestingly enough, a lot of these market indicators about breadth and 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 panic type selling other than that fear gauge they showed it was pretty orderly selling on on monday especially of this week when right. we saw that you know when the dow is uh, down you know significantly and all the markets were and a lot of the talk is you know uh i, I saw a lot of commentary uh, from coming out from various big firms goldman sachs bank of america a lot of it was because who companies were going into <laughs> yeah exactly who? who i don't know you know we don't care about that but they but they a lot of the buyback desks at these firms were mm-hmm. experiencing enormous corporate buybacks as that selling declined 
which then supported the market and prevented a huge run. And and what we might have seen, we could have seen the Dow down two thousand points on Monday right. if the companies didn't come in and wow buy back their shares. Wow, and, we've been talking about that a lot on this show yeah. for a long time now. You know, I got us through the end of last week. We're getting in a little bit to the beginning of this week, but over the weekend, more uh, violence in Hong Kong, man. Oh, you know, Hong horrible. Kong, uh, Hang Seng is down uh, through earlier this week, and it's probably recovered a little bit, but it was down 21% from the, the January 26th, 2018 high. We're talking almost two years ago now, for yeah. God's sakes, was the high, right? Yeah. And it's never recovered since or even gotten close. A lot like our friend, the Russell 2000. Yes. Which we've also been talking about here, you know, on Bull Bear Radio, but also internally for some time now. So, I mean, it's up today. Yeah, it's up today. But I mean, yeah, no, the Russell 2000 is still in correction territory. I think yep. it, was, it was even when we were coming to do this, I think it was down 13 uh, percent from its highs last fall. So, yeah. you know, um, it, it, it's done well this year, relatively, but you got to remember what it did last year. Yeah. But anyway, you so, were speaking about Hong Kong. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it's pretty gnarly there. Yeah, now, you were cool. talking about, Dave, troops. Yeah. You know, like ready to rock and roll to restore order if they have to. What What's the implication there if they do that? Uh, what's that? What's the ripple effect for markets? Do, do, do markets I, I, not like that they're, they're reducing potential transparency and all this type of stuff? Because that's what it symbolizes, right? Yeah, well, markets, I mean, what markets... You have a free market versus a not free market. Exactly. And, and you know, mar- markets certainly don't like uncertainty. Uh, but they also don't like, you know, uh, you know, increases in violence and 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 the potential for, you know, more of a global type conflict. And what we have, unfortunately, in Hong Kong, you know, it's it's sad uh, but there's been an enormous amount of violence, increasingly so over the past. Uh, right. I think the, the, the protests have been going on for almost 60 days now, maybe a little bit more. And it's just getting worse and worse and worse. And now, you know, not only is Hong Kong saying that they're stepping up and it's becoming more retaliatory inside of Hong Kong, but like you just mentioned, now, uh, you know, Beijing is is amassing troops, um, uh, you know, what we've been reading at least, they're amassing troops and forces on the border ready to go in. Now, you know... God forbid we, you know, we have another kind of a Tiananmen Square kind of event. I hope, you know, certainly hope that that's not the situation. But if you're asking what would the impact of that be, I think the markets would take that really hard. And I think, you know, no matter what happens, no matter what the response would be from the United States, uh, you know, it's a human rights issue at that point. And mm-hmm. I think I, I think we would be forced, our hand would be forced to do something and coming on top of the trade problems that we've already got, it's that's not going to be good. That'd be a piling on effect. So that's kind of worst case scenario here. Now, let's get to the current situation, okay? We've, we've gotten through the week here. This is what I was looking at the other day, which was pretty in- interesting. It's a tale of two indexes, right? Since the January 26, 2018 high, um, you know, the New York Stock Exchange composite through like a day ago was down 7%. Oh, since since January 26, 2018, down 7%. That's the vast majority of listed stocks. It's like most of corporate America. It's small, mid and large cap. The thing that it's devoid of is the tech trade. Now, on the Nasdaq side, right, that's up only 4% over that time frame. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Over the last uh, over that time frame, the S&P 500 flat. Yeah. Because it's a it's a a mix of the two. Right. Absolutely. But everybody's talking about these year-to-date returns, mm-hmm. and they're so hot. But 
the markets went nowhere from a sequence of return standpoint because you had a huge, not a bear market, but a, a good enough sell-off, 19% on the S&P, and all the under other indexes were pretty much down more. Yeah. No, I mean, and you said not a bear market. We were basis points away from a bear market we were. officially. But, right. Uh, and you're referring, of course, to the volatility in last fall and, and, and especially in December, uh, you know, especially uh, leading up to the uh, Santa Claus rally and so on and so forth. But, yeah, no, that it was people are people are forgetting that, you know, and that that's obviously, you know, it's human nature is to sort of forget the even the recent past. And. You know, people are looking right now and thinking, oh, just my year to date return, my year to date return, you know, but yeah, you got to look back and say that we are, we're actually uh, still below, I believe, last September's uh, high um, on no the way. S&P 500. Yeah, by, I, I might have changed small since margin, we in, but like it, 20, 30, yeah, 40 basis points, yeah, but it's something still down. Like that. But yeah, but I mean, if you look and say, oh, you know, since last September, if you probably ask the average Joe on the street, you know, since last September, are the markets up or down? I'm sure that most people would say, oh, they're up. Everything's great. You know, there's been some bumps in the road. Everything's great. Fact of the matter is, is your money really hasn't done anything except experience right. an enormous amount of volatility. Right, right, uh, absolutely. So now, you know, I know that you have some uh, some other you know things that you want to discuss. Uh, you know, but uh, I'm going to throw a couple things more things at you here. So, uh, earnings so far this season, right? 443 companies reporting uh, revenue growth four percent. Uh, this is S and P 500, and you know earnings up 2.37. So a lot better than the experts thought. A little bit better than we thought too. Yeah. Um, we were worried that maybe it'd be a little bit worse than the experts thought. Yeah. Um, still, you know, revenue growth is going to drive earnings growth for next quarter. We've been on a decline the last few quarters here, so maybe we do push into negative territory next quarter. But interestingly enough, right, materials with 26 to 26 reporting so far, revenue growth declined 21%. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, earnings growth 13%. Is this uh, a sign of the global slowdown that everybody's been talking about recently would that is, I, is I, that an accurate I, I, appraisal i i think it, it certainly must uh be attributable to that i mean you you look at the manufacturing surveys that have been out coming out over the past you know several months the ism manufacturing surveys mm -hmm. uh, market manufacturing surveys and these are you know surveys that that go out and they ask manufacturing companies most of whom are buying materials to right. make their goods. And, you know, and all of these surveys are down at three-year lows, if not lower, showing extremely rapid declines. And that's because, directly because of the, the, the trade problems that we see. Okay. So, you know, it, it, it's the same thing. If there's weakening global demand, um, that, that's going to impact the manufacturing companies. And if they don't have anybody to sell to, they're not going to be buying materials. Well, Brent crude's in a bear market too, right? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's absolutely. also a, a pretty surefire sign of yeah. what's going on globally, right? Yeah. Yeah. Saudis even came out and said that they need to do anything they can to stabilize the price of oil. Yeah, yeah. No, recently. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, the, the only material that's doing really well is gold, probably, you know? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> As everybody plugs you know, into that, looking a, for a safe haven. A little bit more weakness in regards to a couple of other sectors, for sure, here. I mean, financials, revenue growth, 267 Information technology with 50 to 66 reporting, negative 35 basis points. Consumer staples only up 2.1 uh, with 23 to 32. 
Industrials only uh, printing up uh, 1.53% with almost everybody reporting. Uh, interestingly enough, though, consumer discretionary revenue growth is 6.63%. Yeah. So the consumer seems to still be hanging in there, but companies are feeling it. So um, the consumers, the consumer's been keeping us going, I think, the past uh, six to nine months. And I think, you know, that that's probably going to continue for a while. The mm-hmm. Fed even commented on it in, in their, their most recent statement and their most recent releases. And um, yeah, consumer confidence is still high. You look at like University of Michigan uh, sent you know, consumer mm-hmm. sentiment survey, and consumer board, yeah, consumer board. You know these surveys are high. still high. Everybody again, you know, probably still living on those uh, dreams and and hopes. And and you know they're looking at uh, you know low mortgage rates again. You know, mm-hmm. and we we had and still continue to have housing problems but people are starting to want to refinance their houses as Mm -hmm. they see these low rates because of the fed lowering etc and interest rates declining maybe it'll help uh you know uh some of the glut of inventory and help stabilize prices because price has been falling inventories have been rising the sales prices medium sales prices have been uh you know falling a little bit depending on the market here and there so there's signs of weakness in the housing market sure which yeah. was kind of the the leading edge last oh. financial crisis too. If, if <laughs> we if we're kind of throwing it out there. Now, interestingly enough, the Russell two thousand companies fifteen ninety seven reporting earnings growth down almost four percent, revenue growth only up three. Yeah. So there's some signs of trouble here for the the small companies that maybe the large companies aren't you know uh, you know buying goods and services from some of the smaller companies yeah. you know some of these smaller suppliers and such so you know we, we we had often talked I think earlier this year and and many people had said that the expectation was these small and mid-cap companies the smaller companies that had more domestic exposure didn't have as much foreign exposure would do well in a you know in a trade war kind of an environment yikes and and the exact opposite has been happening instead of a flight to quality into these domestic central companies what we have is uh, you know um they're they're still viewed to be riskier assets and i think people are looking for the safer uh safer havens right now at the moment right Yeah. yeah i mean uh Look at communication services, 55 to 70 there, down 73% on earnings and, and revenues, only 3.39%. Tech, with about half reporting, down 1% on earnings and only up 3% on, on, on revenue growth. So some of the leaders of, of uh, the market, you know, over the last few years struggling in the Russell yeah. 2000 space. Uh, for sure. And this would be some of those, you know, chip providers and such, too. Exactly. So, uh, yeah. Smaller chip providers and such. Yep. So anyway, um, you know, what are your thoughts to, to kind of wrap it up here in a bow? Steve, uh, well, I think it's going to be that's a big one. Yeah, that, sorry, that's I really a, that's a, I, I, I didn't throw you a softball on that. No, one. no. But what, what do you what, what, do, you what do you think about everything? Is basically yeah, just, you just what said. do you think about yeah. everything? And and do I can I for, forecast the future? If if uh, if I could, that would be a that'd be a nice thing. I wouldn't need to be on this show. No, I'm no, kidding. we we don't really <laughs> need to be. That's for sure, dude. Yep. Now, so I, look, I. I don't know where we're going to play out. You'd be um, somewhere on a beach with Dirks Bentley. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, you know, I think we're going to, 
you know, right now we're, we're, we're in a nice, possibly a relief rally coming off of the volatility over the past week. Right. Um, we might have, uh, you know, those corporate buybacks that I was mentioning. That's definitely supported. Yeah, because the earnings season's done. So yeah, now they can buy back. Exactly. Um, and they're buying back and any of those dips that they see, any any of that weakness in stock prices, they're, ra- they're going in there and buying back. I think we've also got some short covering going on. Some people made some money on shorts. I, um, I think there's also a little bit of that uh, FOMO trade, as, as I believe you've talked about before, oh, yeah. the fear of missing out trade, where people are saying, you know, all right, the Fed's going to maybe cut again, and maybe there's still some room to run, and it's possible that we see another, you know, who knows, this thing could run, the bull market could run for another year or two. It's possible that they could engineer that, um, but... I think that we have just like entered. they did in 1998. Exactly, right? Yeah. It lasted for about another, you know, year yeah. and a half or so, or two years, yeah. and then it fell apart. Yeah, and and typically, uh, you know, as as opposed to an easing cut, you know, where they're saying definitely this is the beginning of an easing cycle, uh, sort of a protection type cut, as you know, Powell indicated does usually correspond with a you know an increasing stock market. So it's possible that we still see a nice run, but I think overall what we are going to see even if the market does end up the year higher than where we are right now, I think we're going to continue to see a lot more volatility. We might see it this month. We might see it by the time we end this radio show, go back upstairs. But um, I think that we're going to see a lot more volatility, especially going into the fall when people come back from vacation and, uh, you know, people sort of look and see that third quarter earnings season is probably going to be even weaker, Uh, might not be you know, as bad as people think it might be, but it still is going to be weaker probably than this quarter. And uh, the question is, do we really have fundamentals and things like that that should support a continued bull market? If people think they uh, will, then yeah, sure, that'll send the market higher. But if it's just relying on Fed policy, corporate buybacks, fear of messing out trades, uh, you know, this thing is going to be short-lived and, and who knows where we're going to be. Right. All right. Well, hey, that's uh, number 76 here. And uh, thanks for listening. You can always, uh, you know, find this anywhere podcasts are, uh, iTunes, you know, Google Play. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, Bull Bear Radio. And uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you here next time. Thanks very much. This is Bull Bear Radio, where each week you can count on our real market news and advice. Catch all of our podcast episodes at WBIinvestments.com. Past performance does not guarantee future results. The views presented are those of the podcast participants and should not be construed as investment advice. Podcast participants or clients of WBI may own stocks discussed in this recording. All economic and performance information is historical and not indicative of future results. This is not an offer to buy or sell any security. No security or strategy, including those referred to directly or indirectly, is suitable for all accounts or profitable all of the time. And there is always the possibility of loss. You should not assume that any discussion or information provided here serves as a substitute for personalized investment advice from WBI or any other investment professional. If you have questions regarding the applicability of specific issues discussed to your individual situation, please consult with WBI or your chosen professional advisor. This information is compiled from sources believed to be reliable. Accuracy cannot be guaranteed. WBI's advisory operations, services, and fees are in the form ADV available upon request. You are not permitted to publish, transmit, or otherwise reproduce this information in whole or in part in any format to any third party without the express written consent of WBI Investments.